Welcome to the Thriving Faith Podcast, where we believe the Bible is true in its entirety and are here to equip Christians with biblical insights to live a Christ-like life. We inspire you to flourish in every area of your life, mind, body, and soul, to grow in the Word and closer to God, no matter what season you're in. Go ahead and listen in to embark on this life-changing journey to thrive as a Christian. Welcome back. This is day four of the Probably Day Challenge, where we intend to grow in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding of the Lord as we read through the book of Proverbs. And today being day four, we're reading from Proverbs 4. And I usually first read it, and then I can break it down into digestible pieces, pick out highlights, and share that with you. I am reading from the New King James Version, so you can follow along with any version that you have. Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I, when I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, Let your children retain my words. Keep my commands and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear my son and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. When you walk your steps, you will not be hindered, and when you run, you will not stumble. Take from hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil. And their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is just like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health to all the flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth, and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead, and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or left. Remove your feet from evil. Wow, wow. <laughs> and it is. it feels like the encouraging you, the writer here is encouraging you to seek wisdom, seek knowledge, stay on the path and commandments and instructions of the Lord to get this wisdom and also stay away from evil, which has been a very huge highlight since we've started reading the book of Proverbs. And verse 4 was the first verse to start out for me. It says, 
He also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words. Keep my commands and live. Here, it feels like when the Bible says all these things, it feels like, oh, we just have a whole bunch of rules and regulations of do's and don'ts. But it is more of a, a loving love letter from God, like a very kind one, like a story full of love, telling us, hey, if you do this, I am watching over you because this is what gets you to the final goal. And people usually get the idea that commandments spoil the fun. And there's a book that says, I'm not a fan. And it talks about people that say, oh, I'm not a fan of church. I am not a fan of Christian stuff. But it's not about being a fan. It's about being a disciple, walking in those footsteps. Not just a fan in the backstage singing along the lyrics, but just someone doing life with Christ. So it's not just about us being the fan base of Jesus. We are his disciples. We are his friends. We are the children of God. And... But that's just the opposite when people say that we're taking away the fun from their lives by telling them to be Christians. In reality, God's instructions enrich our lives and ignoring them leads to self-destruction. And I think we can all attest at this point how many times we have been destroyed by our own understanding and not walking in the Lord. I will say that for the many years that I backslid, I will say, you don't want to be in that place. You don't want to be in that place. You have so much peace and victory and conquering when you walk with Christ. So following this instruction gets you a long way. And it gives you eternal life. Eternal life, guys. Where we just sit with Jesus and, you know, hang out with other believers and sing praises all day long. And the other verse that also stood up for me was verse 23. And it says, keep your hearts with all diligence. For out of it spring the issues of life. And I also want to read from a verse that backs up this actual uh, passage, which is Matthew 15, 11. It says, Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. And when you continue down, verse 19, still of Matthew 15, Says, for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, and blasphemies. And I'll be the first to admit, my heart and mind are usually the first things that put off judgment before I even have to discern or trust the Lord. It'll usually put off judgment of, I don't trust this person before I even give them a chance. And what the Bible clearly says is right. Out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications. And now we can all go on and deny this, but we know it. We have thought it. We just didn't put it into action. And that is why it tells us to keep our hearts with diligence. Out of it spring the issues of life. And what is keeping your heart with all diligence? What does that look like? Or how do we even do that in day-to-day -day life? For me, I would highly suggest, or what has worked for me, is keeping my heart hidden in the Lord through his word. And what does that mean? Waking up every day and just praying, Lord, go before me, that whatever I'm doing, this conversation that I'm going to have, it is edifying, it is encouraging, than just being in my hand and putting these concussions in, or these thoughts into my head, into my heart, about something or about someone. 
and this also includes guarding our hearts also includes the things that we hear the people we surround ourselves with are they edifying or always negative like pessimists and also things that we listen to that could be music it could be a tv show is it edifying or my friend calls them crappy shows or are they those crappy shows that if someone else found you watching it you would be like oh sorry i'm just doing it for today kind of excuse and also the things that we watch the things that we say and do and oftentimes we we can say oh i say all the right things i encourage people but even the sliding jokes the joke that we slide into a conversation could not be edifying and i am guilty of that sometimes when i get too silly or funny or goofy with my friends i find i slide in those jokes and i'm like oh i'm sorry i didn't mean that please don't take it upon your heart i shouldn't do that and things like that they help you keep your heart with diligence to guard it to keep it with god's own instructions and do things that align with god's will and commandments I remember growing up and when I got saved as a little girl, they'll tell us at school that if you were first with a hard decision, just say, just say, what would Jesus do in this moment? And if this does not please Jesus, then it is not right to do. And it grounded me for the longest time ever till I was like a teenager because I got saved when I was around eight, nine years. So till I was like a teenager, it helped me make better decisions. If I was going to take a pencil that wasn't mine and I was going to tell the owner, I'd be like, what would Jesus do? He would definitely tell the owner. So I'd be like, oh, hey, I took a pencil. I borrowed it for some time and I returned it. So even this helps when you're teaching children. It can help you ground you to help them see the heart of Christ and the meaning of what it means to be a Christian before they even accept Christ as their Lord and Savior and also verse 24 which says put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you this says a lot about the things that we do we say we watch and out I love the scripture that says out of the fullness of the heart the mouth speaks so what if you don't guard your heart your mouth will expose you it's just what it is it's just what it is. The Bible says it. And I'm sure we've all lived this to some point in our marriages, to our children, to the people around us, at our workplaces. When you have a grudge inside your heart towards someone, whether they know it or they don't know it, you will most likely not say nice things about them or nice things to them. So this is where it comes in and says, put away your deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. So let's guard our hearts because our mouth, our mouth will expose us one day. And James, the book of James talks a lot about the tongue and how to control and tame it. If that has been an area you struggle with lately, I really encourage you to read through the book of James. I've done it with a small fellowship and it called all of us out on different things, especially in marriage when we say all kinds of things to our spouses when we're angry. But yeah. If this is something for you, then definitely read the book of James. And I hope this has inspired you to cross-examine your life, to guard your heart and mouth, and keep them with all due diligence, and keep the instructions and commands of God close to your heart. And my biggest takeaway is to guard my heart 
and what comes out of it to make sure that it is for the glory of God. And let me know. Let me know what was your biggest takeaway from today's episode. And hope you join us tomorrow for day five of the Proverb Day Challenge. Be blessed. And don't forget to follow us on here. Share with all your friends and invite them to join us on this 31 days to grow in knowledge, wisdom, and understanding through the Proverb Day Challenge. Feel free to also follow me on Instagram, Imelda Nunziata, and get yourself some Bible supplies to elevate your study time from Thrive in Faith store on Instagram. See you tomorrow.